Hi, and welcome back to your Black Zen Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am Stacy here with my sister Jasmine. What's up? Happy Monday, fam. Happy Monday. We mm-hmm. are your Black Zen team. Back in the action with energy. It's summer. It is. <laughs> it's my really my favorite time of the year. You do kind of shine I in do summer. shine in summer. I don't know if it's because it's my birthday season mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Her little just... yellow legs get a little brown. She gets all excited. <laughs> <laughs> My ankles stop glowing, you know. But very excited for all things summer. So oh, shout out like... to all the yellow books. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we're just a little bit lighter today. We're we having it's, we it's summer. It's been a good day. It's, we're trying to relax right, here, right, right, you know, right, and. Right. You know, our topic today is a little heavy, so we wanted to at least lighten it up. I don't even think, I wouldn't even call it heavy. I don't actually think it's heavy. All right, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, I don't think it's heavy. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a necessary topic, and I think it makes sense both from a personal perspective in terms of how you deal with life, but also how you deal with your practice. So in a lot of ways, it's a regular black sin topic. True. Mm-hmm. And I should say what the topic is. The topic today is patience. Mm-hmm. And hurry up and wait is what we call this wellness. Mm-hmm. Because patience is something I think we need to cultivate on a regular basis. It's something that I have tried to do. And once I think I have it, I'll find myself in a grocery store behind somebody with a whole load of things. And then I find myself back in that, um, why isn't this line going faster kind of phase? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I find that I'm actually really patient with people at a store. Because what I meant. No. Because you're that slow person pulling out. Bags of change to pay. Hey, I hate change. So, yes, I am playing out bags of change. But also, I think it's interesting because I can be okay in line or in public places. But as soon as life takes a little bit longer than I think it should, or as soon as there's something that I'm working towards, and all of a sudden it's like taking a couple more months or a couple See, more years. See, we're opposites. Then it drives me nuts. So, that's where See, my practice we're comes in. I've opposites. been actually learning to be patient in those areas. Yeah, we're opposites in that way. Like, I can wait. I know it's coming. I can be patient and relax in that. If I'm in a public place and someone is taking too long to do anything, I'm just zero to 60. Like, I'm just really trying to practice walking meditation at that point <laughs> to, not, <laughs> to not be irritated and frustrated at how you long things take. You should start focusing on your breath. You always moments. say that, Jasmine, I and do. every time you do, I want to punch you in the neck. No, the lady in front of me <laughs> needs to learn how to collect her things so she can move faster and efficiently through the line like everybody else. Or perhaps you just need more <laughs> patient. I'm so excited that I'm going to read this story today because oh, yes. I feel like this totally applies to you. So what's so funny, we decided to go with yeah. the story this week mm-hmm. instead of our usual discussion mm-hmm. because... Jasmine found a great story that really encompasses everything we want to say about patience yeah. and why it's important. Mm-hmm. And it's not coming from us, it's not a story about us, but it's just a fantastic way to demonstrate that point. Yeah, I thought so. so. I, thought yeah. it, I thought I did it really well in a, in, in a really quick snapshot. Yeah. yeah. So before we get to that story, we had a question from last week. Great, great question. Um, it's from our girl Kay, and she said, I was just wondering if it's normal to cry or feel sadness after meditation. I went in really calm and ready for some clarity about something I was working on. Then during the meditation, some old memories of my grandpa came up and I couldn't help but cry. Even though this happened a long, long time ago, am I doing it right? Okay. Great question. Okay. What's funny? I had to send Kay one of our past weekly wellnesses we did. We talked about pushing past pain Mm -hmm. and the answer is yes 
things will come up during your meditation, it's important for growth. Technically, mm-hmm. if nothing comes up, you're probably not doing it correctly. Like, <laughs> like I, I can honestly say well, we that. We always say you're, le- you're learning. You're in the, the process goal, of learning. Well, yeah. the goal of meditation really is to sit down with what's going inside. And sometimes we can't articulate what is inside mm-hmm. until we are quiet enough. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what's there. Mm-hmm. I you know? That, and yeah. I thought it was so funny because her experience was very similar to Jasmine's experience mm-hmm. in that past wellness. And it's it's crazy how... You think you're Everyone's over something. So, you think you're over something completely. You think you're done with it, and then it it'll show comes, up, right? But it, but what's great though is that I loved at the end how the ask was, "Am I doing it right?" The answer is yes, and the answer is yes. The, no, the answer is hands down. You are doing absolutely, absolutely, absolutely correctly. Because if you're not working out issues that you don't know is there, it's surface, right? right. So meditation is really getting into the center of what needs to get cleared out right. to help you move forward. Right. And I and I love I love that, that she mentioned that she was coming at it from the point of view of like I, I came in really joyful and kind of excited to start and then oh, this yeah. came up. I because know. that's we always that, start meditation right? that way. <laughs> and that's and that's the beauty of the practice is that, you know, you went in looking for a particular experience and what you got was what you needed to get. See, you, that see you're, so, so you call it the beauty of the experience. Yeah. I'm saying the experience is gonna tell you what you need. Correct. Like Correct. I always Correct. go into every meditation thinking I'm gonna come out and feel awesome mm-hmm. and just start my day and be and sometimes I'm bald and the whole well actually not so much in the beginning we have very different experiences no my first three months I cried every time I went to the mat is that true every time I went to the mat I apparently I had stuff to work on that I didn't even know but that was the entire first three months of my meditation experience that's incredible I didn't know that yeah I never should you've never said that to me I know I should write a book on that we talk about meditation all the time (laughs) this is the first time you decided to share this yeah no I I I cried the first because I came to meditation in a place in my life where I was just fed up I had no other way to go I had nowhere to turn I was just not doing well Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. so I knew it'd be difficult but I thought because my life is going in such a hard direction and I'm not feeling great, yeah. meditation will lift me up and build yeah. me up, make me feel better. Yeah, yeah. False. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> what wrong. It, wrong. 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 What it actually did was bring me to tears for a, two solid months on different issues. Mm. But after those all came out... I experienced happiness and joy like I didn't know existed. Oh, it was like it aired out your it, closet it's real, a little. And just like oh, your experience too, yeah, where you just when you just retreat, cry yeah. and get all that out and you work through those things, mm-hmm. you can move past it. You can really move past right, it. Right, because you've actually, because you've, you've actually you've cleared touched, it You've out. touched it on the inside. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not just the surface, not just no. what you tell people, no. not just what you talk about when you're trying to explain to somebody what it feels like that you lost somebody, but like what it actually feels like to really touch that pain, experience it, and then release it and, and what move I, on. Yes. And what yeah. I want to tell Kay is that is absolutely normal. And one thing to be aware of is that you'll never, you'll, you always get what you need. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not what you think Even you need. Even if it's not what you like, went in trying to like get. Like I went into the mat thinking, okay, I have a lot of issues. I want to go and get calm and peace. Mm-hmm. I did not get calm and peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I did or I received a working and clearing 
of all the things that were not bringing me peace. Oh, yeah. So that I could have real peace. And you didn't even know that that's what and you And I didn't know that. Exactly. Because, oh, and that's, wow. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, you should say that again. That was really helpful. Yeah. So, so what happened? What was the So process? I went in expecting to get peace because mm-hmm. I was dealing with a lot of things at the time. Mm-hmm. I did not get that right away. What I got was a clearing out of all the things causing me distress. And mm. it was the clearing of that distress that gave me real peace and lasting peace. Right. Right? Because, right. I, I mean, there's one thing to meditate to just feel better for 15 minutes. Sure. But there's one thing, there's one thing about meditating for a while and consistently mm-hmm. that clears out the gunk. Right. So that you're right. a peaceful person. Oh, wow. That's the difference. And that's beautiful. And that's why yeah. I thought her question yeah, yeah. was so great. But the beauty of that is like it's the difference between building a house on a on something that has a shoddy foundation mm. and actually like clearing the ground and starting from and scratch. starting from scratch yeah. and creating like a real proper floor, no. like a base level that is solid, that is balanced, that is even all the way across. Because well, then when you build whatever you build on top of that, they can withstand the weight of all the great things that are happening in your life now. But that's because you had to like. Basically, put fire to all that stuff that wasn't working for you. Fire or water. I feel like the tears <laughs> that I shed in those three months yeah. cleared the foundation. Oh, that's so interesting. I cleared it completely. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of got. I feel like I got stripped. Yeah. Of all the things that weren't working. Oh, that's beautiful. To be though. left empty, only to be filled up with the good that I was really seeking the whole sure, time. Sure. So. And it just didn't happen the way you thought it was going to happen. No, I thought yeah. I'd come off the mat just ready sure. to skip. Sure. Skip downstream, <laughs> you know, and <laughs> be happy and joyful. Sit on mountaintops. Sit on mountaintops <laughs> and just be enlightened. Sing with like, like Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Talk to trees and be like, you know, one with the one with the world and no. Oh so gosh. what's funny is that those things start to happen. You do start to feel very much like at one and at peace with like everything that's happening around you. And I've you, had that then, too. Right, but that's like way after the fact. That's down that's, the line. That's down the line. I had to cry for three months. <laughs> and I would say that my experience was not that at all. That I feel oh. like the the process of um of clearing out for me has been sort of a lot more subtle. Okay. And it has happened slowly over time. And so it's never felt like one big avalanche of emotions or one, yeah. big, do you know what I mean? Like with the exception of when I was, uh, when I did concentrated silent, silent retreat meditation, silent retreat meditation. And that was for uh, 10 days. I was, I was at a silent retreat for 10 days and it was an amazing experience. I, I suggest everybody do it. If you're interested Send me send us an email at info at blackzen.co and we can we can tell you how to how to do that and it's completely free you just need to have the time to do it um, and there's plenty of th- they have them all over the all over the country so let us know and I'll give you information on that but um but well, what's great about that that, that is was that like your experience was different totally my experience was totally. different and this is what we tell people about meditation everyone's experience with meditation will be really curated to what you need. Mm-hmm. As an individual. Yeah. And that's why we don't really talk about personal experiences because it'll be different for everybody. Right. What, what, some people what can go on the mat me? and have all joy. Yes. You know? Some people and get I, it right away. Some people, have some people get just, it right away. Some people get peace right away. I mean, no matter what, I think even if you don't get that that uh, deep innate level of peace or that deep innate level of joy, you absolutely feel lighter. Oh, I do yes. think that you absolutely feel more peaceful. I do yeah. think that you feel more patient. I do think that you feel more empathetic towards people. I do think that things start to slow down mentally for you so that you're able to 
pick apart what's going on a little bit deeper. Yeah, there's a level of, of awareness. There's a level of awareness that, that you that accumulates not... at any level. Correct. But what I'm what, what, what I'm trying to say with that point is that every meditation practice, because it's you doing the meditating, mm-hmm. the practice will reveal itself to you. Right. So, so when Kay's meditation, needed she needed in that moment yes. to let go of that grief. And that's yes. how it comes out. Yes. So as long as you're meditating, Kay, boo, you're doing you, it right. You got, you got it. it. You, you got have. It. You're doing exactly what you need to do. You're to on the move cusp forward. of your breakthrough. Keep pushing. Keep <laughs> yes. pushing. Well, it's beautiful and stay though. with yeah. it because I yeah. feel like it's easy to like to not want to continue something that's difficult or hard or or that's, that, or that's painful or that hurts. But I'm telling yeah. you, on the other side, you will see true just a clearing of what was there that you didn't even know. And you always will get what you need in it. In the moment. In yeah. the moment. Yep. Despite what you think you need, you right. will get what you actually need to move forward. Which is what so. I loved about the question. And thank you, Kay, for sharing that because Definitely. we love questions we about do. where you are right we now. Do. Sorry, we totally got derailed, but we I, did, I just but, love but we wanted, questions loved, like that. We loved that. the question and it was so yeah. honest and, and we... Um, and we were like, oh, man, there's so much good stuff in this question. And we both resonate with it because yeah. our experiences with that, with yeah, crying during meditation, is very different. Mm-hmm. Yours came through a treat. Mine came in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yours came after way, years after. After years and years of meditation. Years of meditation. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, at that point, I had been I had been at least five years into it. Yeah. Into, into having a meditation practice. And that was when I had this very, very deep release of pain from um from our father passing away and i didn't even know that was there i thought it had been dealt with it had happened so long ago it was like do you know what i mean yeah no my release came two weeks in right i'm like this is the worst (laughs) practice i can see why Why meditation doesn't get traction like (laughs) like like who wants to cry all day for three months but what's interesting though is that after that i'm sure you felt better oh god after, I, I, you know what I mean? After I would not. Cry, I would not trade did, did, that did in. Did you feel lighter, Linda? Wasn't it like one brick just came off your back? Sorry, guys. I call her Linda when I want to like be I know, specific. Linda, listen, Linda, listen. listen like, Linda. <laughs> I know. I have never felt this good in my entire life, and I can mm-hmm. say that with a hundred percent confidence. I know exactly who I was before. Mm-hmm. I know exactly how angry I was before. Mm-hmm. I know exactly all the things I carried before. It was burdensome. And so to mm-hmm. be on the other side of that now, I would I'd cry for six months if that's if, if that's what, what it took, took to, get here. to get to where I am right now. Sure. So sure. that yeah. was our that that's our praise report for the week. Right. <laughs> sure, that was a testimony. I, a testimony. It totally was. <laughs> Sorry for those that don't know, we were raised in the church. We just, right. I mean, our you know, we but, have Christian roots, but at at the end of the day, like we just know that a practice that helps you move forward is a practice that should be considered right and it's worth doing it is worth taking seriously it's worth doing consistently and so um and so we love Kay's question because it was an honest question of saying i experienced something i didn't expect to experience am i still doing it right and what's great about meditation practice is when you are consistent you will start to experience things that you haven't experienced before and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of the practice is that it, it continues to open you up in ways that you didn't know you needed to be opened yeah. and all of that is setting up the groundwork for you to live your best and most fabulous life and my and my push yeah. is to just follow through you yeah. know it might not feel like it's supposed to or what you expected but it's definitely going to get you to where you want to be Correct. where you say you want to be which is happy and joyful peaceful and calm 
it will get you there if you work the process. Yep. So, yep. so Jasmine, keep it up. we have to go back to the topic. We I'm do. sorry. We do. We, we, but we, go, we love we, you, Kay. We love you. <laughs> we XO, love XO. It's a fantastic the, question. All, we had all the feels when we, when we read your, your email, and thank you so much for reaching out. So hopefully well, it's we nice answered to know your that question. People are and, and doing it. Help, uh, hopefully this... Hopefully answering Kay's question also helps other people because a few weeks ago, or it was a week ago, we asked people to tell us about their personal experiences and if they were having issues or things that were coming up. Yeah. And I felt like that was a really great question just based off of that request. And so if, if anyone else has had that, had that same situation, then um, that was for you as well. Yeah. So. This week's topic. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Where do we go Patience. From Patience. Patience. We called well. it hurry up and wait. And a part of that is because, you know, I'm sure you know this by listening to us, but we are quite type A personalities. And so. <laughs> I wait for no man. Right. Jasmine, I don't. I think waiting is for people that don't have their thoughts collected to move faster in my Which head. It's crazy. It's totally wrong because Jasmine's no. the opposite. I yes. mean, Jasmine just, you know, we, we went to the store a while ago. <laughs> I'm in line. We're both in line. You know, someone in front of us was just. Taking their sweet time, like she, def- like she definitely had no sense of urgency. Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine did the right meditative thing. She picked up a magazine, started to read it. I did. I was. Like, well, I'm clearly giving for a minute. <laughs> I'm giving lady the death stare in the back because I just can't right now. We're in a rush. So, Jasmine, I want you to start the story. Oh yeah, I love this story. Because I'm yeah. going to take this story and really internalize it to I be better should. at waiting you in public spaces. I think you should. All right. So I found this uh, really great story about um, basically a, a taxi driver was kind of recounting one of his really interesting experiences that he had with a, a passenger and he decided to share it and it was uh, written about in Elite Daily and so I wanted to read that story because I thought it said so much about um, if we just start to sort of change our perception a little bit on what it means to be patient, uh, we might get some surprising benefits out of it. So I'm going to minimize it a little bit just so it doesn't take forever, but you'll get the point. So this is written from the taxi driver's point of view. He says, I arrived at the address and honked the horn. After waiting a few minutes, I honked again. Since this was going to be my last ride of my shift, I thought about just driving away. But instead, I put the car in park and walked up to the door and knocked. Just a minute, answered a frail elderly voice. After a long pause, the door opened. A small woman in her 90s stood before me. She was wearing a print dress and a pillbox hat with a veil pinned on it, like somebody out of a 1940s movie. By her side was a small nylon suitcase. The apartment looked as if no one had lived in it for years. All the furniture was covered with sheets. There were no clocks on the walls, no knickknacks or utensils on the counters. In the corner was a cardboard box filled with photos and glassware. Would you carry my bag out to the car, she said. I took the suitcase to the cab and then returned to assist the woman. She took my arm and we walked slowly toward the curb. She kept thanking me for my kindness. It's nothing, I told her. I just I tried to treat my passengers the way I'd want my mother to be treated. Oh, you're such a good boy, she said. We get in the cab. She gave me an address and then asked, could you drive through downtown? It's not the shortest way, I answered quickly. Oh, I don't mind, she said. I'm in no hurry. I'm on my way to a hospice. I looked in the rearview mirror. Her eyes were glistening. I don't have any family left, she continued in a soft voice. The doctor says I don't have very long. I quietly reached over and I shut off the meter. What route would you like me to take? I asked. For the next two hours, we drove through the city. She showed me the building where she had once worked as an elevator operator, 
who drove through the neighborhood where she and her husband had lived and they were newlyweds. She had me pull up in front of a furniture warehouse that had once been a ballroom where she had gone dancing as a girl. Sometimes she'd ask me to slow in front of a particular building or corner and would sit staring into the darkness, saying nothing. As the first hint of sun was creasing the horizon, she suddenly said, I'm tired. Let's go now. We drove in silence to the address she had given me. Two orderlies came out to the cab as soon as we pulled up. They were solicitous and intent, watching her every move. They must have been expecting her. I opened the trunk and I took the small suitcase to the door. The woman was already seated in a wheelchair. How much do I owe you? she asked, reaching into her purse. Nothing, I said. You have to make a living, she answered. Almost without thinking, I bent and gave her a hug. She held on to me tightly. You gave an old woman a little moment of joy, she said. Thank you. I squeezed her hand and then walked into the dim morning light. Behind me, a door shut, and it was the sound of the closing of a light. I didn't pick up any more passengers that shift. I drove aimlessly lost in thought. For the rest of that day, I could hardly talk. What if that woman had gotten an angry driver, or one who was impatient to end his shift? What if I had refused to take the run, or had honked once and then driven away? On a quick review, I don't think that I have done anything more important in my life. We are conditioned to think that our lives revolve around great moments. But great moments often catch us unaware, beautifully wrapped in what others may consider a small one. When she read it to me, I thought it really spoke to what patience can look like for other people and how we can really incorporate it in a way that makes sense. And it also made you feel bad for making fun it of made the me, lady. No, no, it, to- it totally <laughs> did. I'm not even going to lie. I, you saw me, you heard me pause, you read my thoughts. Yes, I felt you bad. You felt bad for judging the lady. I felt bad exactly. for judging the lady who came into the line and right. just wasn't as quick as I'd like her to be right. when I was in a rush. And so how many moments, how many opportunities have I lost mm-hmm. to be patient yeah. to help someone else out? In the same way that we are patient with our practice, right? It's yeah. like what we were telling Kay to be is be patient with your practice that you're absolutely doing it right, that there are going to be moments that surprise you that you don't expect, mm-hmm. things that, that maybe you expected one experience and you got another. And so that's all patience. If we just, if we think about patience in every aspect of our lives with ourselves, with our meditation practice, with how we are with other people. Yeah. But, but I just, I think, you know, there's something about approaching our lives with patients and not getting upset and not and not getting so frustrated when they don't um, when people don't move as fast as you want them to right or when but the process more than that I get it but more than that though it's right it's asking myself why are you in a rush right where you got where, to be? where do I have to be? to be I was in line <laughs> at the grocery store and just because someone is not moving fast where I, I'm going home right I'm going home <laughs> and I'm just going to cook I got nowhere to be. You know, so it's really So what just, was that sense of urgency so what was, about in the first Exactly, place? just because oh, I expect sure. them to be efficient. Sure, like, sure, sure. I see like, that. I totally see so that. So that was the wake-up call for me in that yeah. in that when you read that to me the first time. It's just, yeah. there's no reason to rush. Right, right. You know, if the cab driver rushed, he would have missed, he would have missed entire... the opportunity to help somebody else in a very real way. Right. So. No, when he said that that was one of the most important things I've done in my life, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Right. 
And so, you wouldn't have known that. You would you wouldn't have known that you were going to sign up for that experience when you went to go pick up no. the lady. I mean, for me, I wouldn't even know an old lady came out because I would have left. See, like, see, <laughs> like, and then she might have gotten the, the cab driver who was like, "No, I'm going to take you the fastest way." Or then, she didn't get a ride. You see I don't know. I know. Like, I know. So you just you never know. You never anyway. know when you approach life from a point of view of patience. There's, I think, there's so much more richness that comes out of the experience. Yeah. As opposed to it being something that you're trying to rush through. Exactly. Life is long enough, so just. You don't need to rush through it. Just let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah. So we've talked yeah. in the in the past about being patient with mm-hmm. your practice. Mm-hmm. This week we're talking about being patient with other people. Yep. And really allowing um, circumstances to unfold as they unfold. Yeah. And being okay with how long that takes. Correct. Which so, actually folds into the meditation tip of the week. The meditation tip of the week was work with where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, prepare to laugh cry or be amazed at whatever comes up Mm -hmm. and be okay with that and Mm -hmm. just know that it's a process so you're going to probably experience one of those emotions (laughs) you experience lots of emotions and it's and all of them are fine and all of them what's great about about a meditation practice is that what it's teaching you in that process is how to sit with those moments true the uncomfortable ones the fun ones like Sit in joy for a little while longer. Well, and here's sit the thing, peace, too. Sit in gratitude. Sit in all of those things that come up for you. I think it's easier to know that the experience is curated for you specifically. Right. When you know it's curated for you, it's not someone else's experience. It's Correct. just exactly what you need. Correct. It's easier to accept. That's how it was for me. That's fair. So just recognize that whatever happens on the mat is curated for you right. to grow. It's coming up for you specifically because that's a thing that it's that, that you need, you to be need shown. specifically. Right. Like no one's meditation practice is like anybody else's. Correct. So Correct. that's the beauty <laughs> that's, of it. That's the beauty that's, of it. That's that's why we call it self care. Yes. You know? We will end it there. So, fam, hopefully you got something that you could take away from this week that you can apply to your life this week. If you have any questions, as always, you can hit us up at info at blackzen.co. As you know, we love to answer your questions. We do. Um, and if you are, are interested in where all this information comes from, we do a weekly wellness that goes into your inbox every Monday, 9 a.m. PST. If you want to sign up for that, that is on our website at blackzen.co. And we want to leave you with one to do. Try being patient for the entire day. Mm -hmm. I mean, patient to the point of just let nothing get under your skin. Be as patient with people as you possibly can. And And with yourself. And with yourself. And see if that makes a difference uh, in your your experience. Absolutely. So as always, we'll talk to you next week.